0: and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things, a podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for, and the history and stories behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. Now today I'm going to start off with a story from when I lived in Germany. I lived in Germany a few years ago, and we were trying to move into a new city at one point, uh, moving from one of the larger cities to a university city. At the time, our apartment wasn't ready yet, so we stayed in a neighboring town for a few weeks. I was living in Germany as a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and as such, we hadn't been the ones to actually set up our accommodations. So two weeks later, we were surprised to learn that we were being kicked out of our accommodations. I wasn't even there at the time. Um, Another girl who was there with me, and had only been in the country about two weeks, was there with someone else who didn't even live in our city, and it was just, it was a mess. So after we got all of that sorted, after another two weeks, we were again forced to kind of renew this, uh, renew this living arrangement. And that went on for a couple weeks, for I think more than a month. After a while, the leader of that area for the missionaries got in contact with our landlord, and we learned that our apartment wasn't even finished being built. Over that weekend, our landlord went to the nearest bar and offered to pay anyone who would help him finish the apartment over the weekend. A few days later, we were moving in. We loved our landlord. Firstly, because he was incredibly kind and a very warm person. And secondly, because he had the admirable tenacity to complete this massive feat of completing our apartment in just three or four days and asked strangers to help him and worked on it himself and he literally just got it done. So that ours was the only finished apartment in the entire complex. So it was just us, two women and a number of also very kind construction workers who were finishing the rest of the complex. We also couldn't communicate with the construction workers very well at the time, not necessarily because our German was lacking, which, I mean, it was, but rather because the vast majority of the construction workers were actually from Hungary, and we didn't speak any Hungarian. So we didn't get to interact with them too much. They did, however, bring us goulash and grilled chicken once, and it was amazing. They were having a grill outside, and they brought us some. It was really nice. They also helped me figure out how to take care of a tick that I woke up to find in my leg one day. <laughs> that was tricky, and um, I was grateful for their help. Essentially, it was go to the apothecary. Nice guys. But back to our landlord. As we lived there for a few months, he would occasionally stop by for a nice chat, see how we were doing, and he once took us out to tea as well. This was the first time I had ever had fresh mint tea with fresh mint leaves and everything. It was beautiful. First off, it was like actually stunning to look at, and then it was also delicious and flavorful. Which, after that roundabout story, brings us to today's topic, mint. Because mint leaves now remind me of my fantastic landlord in Germany, nearly getting kicked out of our apartment multiple times, and our very welcoming and kind Hungarian neighbors. So let's talk about why we can be grateful for mint, apart from the good memories. Mint actually gets its name from Minthe or mentha, a nymph in Greek mythology. The legend goes that Minth was in a relationship with Pluto, or Hades, depending on whether we're using Greek or Roman names for the gods here, which made Porcupine or Persephone, Pluto's wife, upset. In response, Persephone turned Minthe into a plant. This was Mint. This plant crept along the ground, and Persephone had turned her into this with the intention of Minth being stepped on forever. <laughs> Pluto couldn't change Minth back into a person, but he did make it so that she left a pleasant smell wherever her leaves or stems were crushed which I guess is an okay consolation prize for never being a nymph again. Mint isn't the only name for the plant though. In India and a number of other countries, mint is also called pedina. In ancient Athens, it was common practice to put different scents on different parts of the body. And the mint scent was used on the arms. By rubbing the mint on their arms, the Greeks also believed that this would make them stronger. It is possible that the Romans introduced the English to mint before the 1440s. In Rome, mint was known as the herb of hospitality. There's another myth that goes along with this meaning. The story goes that two strangers were visiting a village. During their visit, everyone ignored them. They didn't offer them food, drink, no kind of hospitality. Eventually, an elderly couple invited the strangers in and prepared a meal for them. They then rubbed mint on the table to create the refreshing smell and get ready for the feast that they were about to eat. At this point, the strangers revealed themselves to be the gods Zeus and Hermes. They honored the couple's hospitality and made their homes a temple. From the story, mint came to represent hospitality. The English also used mint to air out and prepare rooms for guests. In biblical record, mint was used as a means of paying tithes. Ancient Hebrews also used mint on synagogue floors in order to create a pleasant scent. In Japan, the Japanese have used peppermint oil and menthol for centuries. In the 14th century, there is even evidence of one of the first toothpastes with mint being used to whiten teeth. One superstition around mint was that it should not be cut with iron. There wasn't a reason, it was just considered a bad idea. Mint was most likely brought over to the New World, or the Americas, in the 17th century by the pilgrims. Throughout history, mint has had many uses. Spearmint was pulverized and added to milk, as it was believed to lengthen the shelf life of milk, preventing it from curdling. Mint also kept rats away. Its dried leaves have been used to whiten teeth and have also been used as a bug repellent. It has been used to treat digestive problems and bad breath. Mint can be used to kill wasps, ants, cockroaches, and hornets as an insecticide. It is used in medicine, health, and beauty. It's also an appealing ground cover plant in gardening. Anciently, mint was used medicinally to treat stomach aches, chest pains, and sometimes irritable bowel syndrome. These days, mint is used in cosmetics and aromatherapy and may also be helpful in relieving nausea when coming out of surgery. In the U.S., about 45% of mint oil is used for chewing gum. Another 45% is used for dental products like toothpaste and mouthwash. And the last 10% is used for aromatherapy, pharmaceuticals, candy, etc. Mint hybridizes very easily, so it's difficult to organize the family and subfamilies into species. In fact, it's believed that there are many ancient species of mint that are actually hybrids that were made anciently, so it's hard to trace back to the original mint. Mint grows all year round and can exist in a number of different settings, either near bodies of water or in cool shade or even in full sunlight. Some species of mint can be particularly invasive and can grow to cover a lot of ground with very little care. Of the many types of mints, the most popular for cultivation are spearmint, peppermint, corn mint, apple mint, and scotch mint. Mint repels most insects, with the exceptions of aphids and the whitefly. Mint is very important in the culinary world and has been used to flavor jellies and sauces in the U.S. and the U.K., to flavor lamb in the Middle East, and to flavor ice cream, syrups, candies, drinks, and teas around the world. Mint is especially important for a drink called tuareg tea, popular in North Africa and Arab countries. This is a green tea made of spearmint leaves and sugar. Mint menthol and oils have also been used to flavor toothpaste, mouth rinse, chewing gum, desserts, mint chocolate, and of course, breath mints. Even though it is little, mints have had a huge impact around the world from giving us great meals to saving our breath after we've eaten them, to making our homes welcoming for guests, the godly or the mortal kind. So I'm grateful for mint. They've made for a lot of enjoyable memories. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you have a wonderful day. Take care.